Welcome to the Digital Marketing Insights Podcast, brought to you by Brightside Digital. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. I'm delighted to say we have Sarah today, who's a digital marketing specialist. How are you doing, Sarah? I'm very well. Thank you, Tom. You're very welcome for being on the show. Sarah, Thank you. can I ask you, first of all, just a little bit about your background and your career to date, please? Well, I have transitioned into marketing in the last few years. I had worked in sales support for quite a while, and I went back to university and did a master's degree in management and marketing. And I have found digital marketing to be the area that I'm really interested in because the future is digital as far as I'm concerned. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I've been uh, working in digital marketing for the last three years and it has been so interesting and I have learned so much about so many different aspects of digital marketing. It's terrific. And uh, in terms of those aspects, is there any area you are most comfortable in? Is Where's your go-to area in digital marketing? I suppose my go-to areas have been content marketing and social media. I have, I have been told in the past that I'm very strong on content marketing, which is true because I really enjoy writing and uh, creating graphics. I, I use Canva quite a lot. It's such a great tool. Um, also, in terms of the writing, I, I love the process of trying to find, you know, finding a topic, finding an interesting angle. And I ask myself, would I find this interesting? Is this even, even the, a subject that can seem kind of boring, but there must be an interesting aspect. So I really enjoy that aspect of content marketing and researching it, writing it, getting it out there and seeing what people think. And on that, and you've already mentioned Canva, there's obviously Mm. a really good crossover between creating content and social. Can Mm. you talk a little bit Mm. about how you blend the two and, and maybe an example one or two of campaigns or work that you're really proud of and you thought, oh, that's worked really well? Yeah, uh, well, I, I used Canva in my previous role to create graphics for the social media channels. So I worked only on LinkedIn and Twitter and Canva was amazing for those. But how I would uh, blend the two is by taking points that I felt were worth highlighting from a piece that I'd written and then highlighting them in a graphic. And I, I like to work in threes. So it'll be three important points about this topic. And then when I'm sharing that on social media, I'll include a link to the blog or the article and use the graphic to attract attention as well. So. And in, in terms of work that you're really proud of, is there anything that you mm-hmm. think, oh, okay, this was a good example of a good campaign or anything in Twitter and LinkedIn that yeah. you think you yeah. could recommend to people of like, oh, this is a good area to focus on? I suppose one piece of content that I look back and go, wow, that was really timely was 
really early in 2021 when we were in the thick of the pandemic. And like lots of people, I was working from home. I was working remotely. And at the time I was working for a facilities management company. Now, I'm not from a facilities management background, but from reading uh, industry journals and talking to my colleagues and trying to understand what was the biggest problem that the company could solve for clients and potential clients, it was making remote working as safe as possible. So I wrote a piece about ergonomic assessments and uh, sorry, ergonomic assessments for remote workers. And it has been the best, I think the best performing piece of content we ever had. It resonated with so many people because everyone was working from home. And now with hybrid working, it's taken on a almost a, a new life because we added to it, we edited it, we added in uh, the process that employees and employers would go through when using um, the services of uh, the facilities management company for ergonomic assessments. And it was to demystify the process because lots of people didn't know what it was. So that was, uh, that was a piece I was really proud of because it was so timely and it resonated with so many people. And is there any other areas or softwares that you use away from Canva that you swear by that you is part of your day-to-day routine? Um, I suppose I am. I, I have used Buzzsumo in the past. It's excellent. Um, it's, I found it useful for the quite niche topics that I was writing about when I was working for the facilities management company. It really allowed me to see what people were talking about and where these topics were appearing. So that was quite good. Um, I'm a big fan of HubSpot as well. Uh, it's just so easy to use. Um, yeah, I would say that's kind of it really. And Sarah, so in terms of the content you created for your social work, the social assets you created in Canva, what was the main reasons for it? One of the main reasons that I was creating quite a few graphics in Canva was to grab people's attention through LinkedIn and through Twitter and to drive traffic to the company website uh, around the services that the company was offering in terms of facilities management. And this proved to be very successful. We saw a 35% increase in website traffic year on year and an increase in followers across LinkedIn and Twitter. Uh, With LinkedIn, in the space of a year, we had 45% increase in followers. And on Twitter, we had a 25% increase in followers from posting consistently and from using eye-catching graphics and interesting content. Brilliant. And and how did you, was it like a, a little bit of a snippet kind of content and you read the full piece or how, yeah. what was the call to actions? What, how did they want to go to the site or why did they want to go to the site? I think the, well, yes, I would include a snippet of text in the post and the call to action was always about trying to make it as relevant as possible to the reader to entice them to click on the article so it could be around compliance around health and safety for example which was a huge issue obviously in 2021 during the pandemic 
Um, and sometimes it was that you might find this useful. It was, uh, it, it was usually around how practical and how applicable the content was to the follower. Yeah, brilliant. And um, looking at kind of your knowledge in, in LinkedIn and Twitter a little bit more because you worked mm. in those areas, is mm. there anything that you would recommend to anyone listening to, to focus on? Let's say they're starting a new account on either of those platforms. What go-to things would you give them to, to get awareness in, in those platforms and, and produce good content? I think if you really are just starting you know, a LinkedIn or a Twitter account, complete your profile as much as possible, first of all. And that sounds like a very ordinary thing to do, but if you have a presence on LinkedIn or Twitter, and if someone finds it interesting, they'll say, oh, maybe I want to learn more about this person. You know, include your link to your website or other social media profile links or your link tree or whatever. And then in terms of content, I think if you're starting out, maybe share content that you feel is pertinent to your industry, even if you haven't produced that content, but also have your own content as well. And I think over time, and this is obviously not just when you start, but over time, uh, your content will be a curated representation almost of what you do in your business or what you're, what you're interested in. So that's what I think. So. Yeah. Brilliant. And um, looking at, your yourself for a second is there anywhere you go for new insights and information to, to learn new things gosh i feel like i'm i'm learning from everything i don't i don't eliminate any learning uh avenue so i'm as likely to do a linkedin course as i am to do one from udemy or yeah anything i will i feel like i i will learn anywhere. If I think the course is worth pursuing, or if I think it's something that will offer a new perspective on a topic I'm interested in, then I'll probably hit play. Yeah. And in terms of upskilling, is there any areas that you're looking at to learn more in and why? Oh yeah, absolutely. The list as long as my arm. I want to learn way more about, I suppose I would, it would be SEMrush, Ahrefs, MozPro, all those um, SEO tools. Uh, I want to learn Adobe. Um, gosh, this yeah, there's so many areas I want to, in some ways, just become familiar with it and say, yes, I can do that. And in other ways, I want to become really good at other, other areas as well. Yeah, and in terms of your SEO, obviously you would, benefit your content side of things but yeah uh, absolutely is there any areas is have you had any experience of merging your seo with with content work so far i suppose i try to when i'm when i was writing blogs i tried to optimize them for seo as much as possible um but i i still feel like i'm only really learning about seo but it's so interesting so i i find i will just keep reading things and uh, before I know it I have 10 tabs open with all very interesting articles about SEO but I don't have time to read everything you know so it's um it's one of those endlessly interesting topics looking at the digital industry as a whole is there anything that really excites you that's coming up 
yeah, I was reading a little lately about how AI has been apparently responsible for a lot of mis and disinformation. So I think AI and marketing is an area I would very much be very interested to learn about as well. Yeah, love it. And um, lastly, Sarah, we always end the show under the same question, which is if you could bottle up one personality trait that you have yourself that you could pass on to others, what would it be? Um, I love learning. I love to keep learning. So I, I suppose I'd say keep learning, keep trying. And uh, yeah, persistence, just keep going, you know, because you can't stop, can you? That's it, Sarah. Thank you so much for being part of the show. If anyone wants to touch base with you or might want to ask you more about producing content or creating content for them, how can they get in touch? Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn um, under Sarah Ireton. That's spelled I-R-E-T-O-N. <laughs> and yeah, bet, your, best is, uh, your best bet is to find me on LinkedIn. Thank you for being on the show, Sarah. And thanks everyone for listening. Thank you. My pleasure.